Welcome to the Unicorn Club Audio Journal Podcast. Today is January 25th, 2020, and I almost said 2019. (laughs) I'm getting used to it, you guys. So listen, this podcast is going to be very short. I want to teach you something from my acquaintances, my acquaintance, recent experience with going out on a first date. And so my acquaintance is in her early 50s and she's dating. And so she met a gentleman and um, she said that they text each other a lot and they did FaceTime two or three times and they spoke on the phone two or three times, but it wasn't much. And um, he asked her basic questions like, how old are you? Do you have children? Where do you live? Do you work? Those sort of basic questions. I always say that when people ask these types of things, they're really looking at barriers of entry. And what I mean by that is if somebody's agenda is simply just to have sex, They want to know what is their obstacles in obtaining that goal. So if a woman has a five-year-old child, he's going to think, okay, so I got to wait till this child is asleep. Where's the father? Uh, If I go to her house, um, is is the father of the child going to physically assault me and so forth and so on. Um, So I'm always, you know eyes wide open when it comes to the types of questions that people ask. I also want you to pay attention to the types of questions that people are not asking, like, um, what are your likes? What are your dislikes? What would you like to do? Where would you like to go? These types of questions should be more like, I don't want to make any mistakes with you. I really have an interest in you. And I just want to make sure that, you know, you're happy, you're appeased, and that we get along well. And, you know, let's see, you know, how things are going to go with us, so forth and so on. And um, so I'm always um, paying attention for that. The types of questions that are asked and the types of questions that are not asked. It's not that people don't think of certain things. They just don't have an interest in asking certain questions. So the red flag for me in my acquaintance experience was he wasn't asking the right questions and he wasn't spending enough time understanding who she is, where she's at, in life and where she wants to go. And he never looked into her life to see if their lives would mesh well together. So anyhow, they, he set the time, the day and the location and she agreed to it. And she's so he said to her, you know, let's meet in Brooklyn, New York at 830. 
for dinner and maybe have a drink and we'll sit down and talk. And she said, okay, no problem. I'll probably arrive around 8.45. And he said, okay, cool. So by the time she got to Brooklyn, New York, she was actually five minutes early and he was not there. So she waited about 15 minutes and he still was not there. So she contacted him and she says, you know, where are you? Because I'm here and it's now nine o'clock and it's cold out here. And he says, oh, I'm in a cab. Um, I'm on my way to you now. I'm just stuck in traffic. So she told him if he didn't arrive within a few minutes that she was going to go home. And though she said that, she headed home. So by 9.45, she was at my house. Now, mind you, she was in Brooklyn, New York at 8.45. So at 9.45, he texts her and say, hey, I'm here. Where are you? I don't see you. And she said, well, I'm home now. Even though she wasn't home, she was at my house. And then he called her and said, and I heard him through the phone, he sounded vexed and was saying how he paid $30 for a cab. And he was like, what am I supposed to do now? And she told him, go home. <laughs> and she hung her phone up. <laughs> and I gave her a high five. I said, good job, good job. So <laughs> she and I, you know, I made something to eat and we had wine and we laughed and had a good time and listened to some music. And then she got an Uber and she went home. Here is the moral of the story. First off, I personally think that he had something else going on before he um, met up with her and probably was with another woman who maybe he lived with the woman. And um, secondly, he didn't care that she was out in the cold waiting for him. In my opinion, if he was really interested in her, he would have already been there by the time she had arrived. After all, he did make the time. So he wasn't that interested in her from the beginning. And the mere fact that he paid $30 for a cab tells me that he was on one side of town going to another side of town. For anyone to pay more than about 10 bucks for a cab, you're not in your neighborhood. So here's what I want to say, to speaking to that specifically. If a person is not single, they will not take you to any restaurant or diner anywhere near where they live at. They will go to the complete opposite side of town where no one knows them, where they will most likely not bump into anyone that they know. So if you want to know, <clears throat> if somebody is really single, say to them, hey, what is your favorite restaurant or diner in your neighborhood? And see what they say. You can go there. I know for myself, there is a diner near where I live. And I 
love their shrimp parmesan and their cheesecake and their apple martinis. So if someone were to say to me, you know, what's your favorite place? Because I am single, I don't have any problems with bringing the person to the diner, <clears throat> excuse me, that I oftentimes go to, to have my shrimp parmesan and cheesecake. Mm-hmm. So do that. The second thing I want to point out to you guys is if a person is more than five minutes late, they did not prepare, they don't respect your time, and they're not that interested. So you might want to have second thoughts about the person that you are dating. What I've learned with men is that when they are tired of being alone and they want to be in a long-term committed relationship, they don't date multiple women at one time. It's one by one. And their process of elimination is quick. So ladies, you need to be the same way. If you're looking for a committed relationship, um, you know, dating with a purpose, uh, you want to be married or whatever the case may be, you need to be uh, dating one by one and your process of elimination needs to be quick. If a person is not respecting you, they're not respecting their your time, if they're not including you in their life, that's their life where they live, their life with their friends, their life, you know, around the holidays, whatever the case may be, <clears throat> you might want to go through that process of elimination very, very quickly. Another thing that I noticed that women do is that you'll meet, women will meet someone, they say, oh, you know, there's really good vibes and we click, we got a lot of things in common and women move real quick and they start planning weddings in their heads. You don't want to do that. You want to slow down and you want to think things through. Make decisions based off of what makes logical sense instead of making decisions based off of how you feel. And you will never go wrong. I promise you that. And in regards to a person's uh, agenda or intentions, when you're having a conversation with someone that you're just meeting, you want to pay attention to what they're gearing the conversation towards. If they're gearing it towards sex, you know what it's all about. If they're texting you or calling you <clears throat> late at night, particularly once 9 o'clock comes around. I don't know what it is about 9 p.m., but there's something about 9 p.m. where men want to call and text and, and do, like, FaceTime, you know. And sometimes they do it at 2 o'clock in the morning where they want to call and text. That's someone who is horny. And they're looking to come, quite frankly. And so <laughs> you might want to go through your process of elimination quickly with someone who is just looking to get laid. You want to look at the types of questions that are not being asked. It's not that people don't think of these things. They do. They think about what, what do I have to do to get this person? What do I need to do to keep this person engaged? What do 
this person like. I want to do the things that this person likes. You'll feel safe around the person. You'll feel uh, protected around the person. And you, you won't feel insulted or disrespected at all whatsoever. So, again, pay attention to the types of questions that are not being asked. And pay attention to the tone of the conversation, what the person is gearing the conversation towards. Here's a really good time to let a man lead. So, my friend, or my acquaintance rather, she um, she didn't realize that she was wasting her time uh, from the very beginning. Had she had spoken to me about it, um, I would have told her to have him come to her neck of the woods. That way she'd be in um, her own city and it's very easy for her to... You know, just get home if that's what she wants to do. And speaking of homes, you don't want to have your first date in the house. If somebody wants to get into your house for a first date, this is somebody that's looking to have sex. You don't want to have your first date in the house. Maybe the third or the fourth. It depends on um, the person's um, goal, actually. So anyhow, I hope you learned something <laughs> from my friend's or my acquaintance situation. And I hope that you apply it, especially that tip about going to a restaurant in someone else's neighborhood. That's like really good right there. So anyhow, shalom, and you'll be hearing from me again.